Welcome to a Radio 191 FM podcast. I'm absolutely stoked to be chatting with the Queen Luna Shadows on the first single off of her <clears throat> upcoming album. Very exciting. How are you doing this morning? I'm so good. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here, and thanks for the very majestic introduction. <laughs> hey, you deserve a fantastic introduction because you are an incredible musician, so we're so stoked to have your brand new release in our hands. This track is called Witch's Brew, and whew, boy does it have a feel to it. Please tell us a little bit about your brand new single. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah, the song is called Witch's Brew. It is my first single since 2021. I put out a record then um, in the middle of the pandemic, and I actually wrote this right around the same time. Um, I was spending time in New Zealand at the beginning of the pandemic, um, and it kind of everything was like a bit haunted. Maybe that contributed to this to this track being born. But yeah, I mean, I think the first verse says it all in the lyrics. Um, but I am just so excited. This is a little bit of a new direction for me. So, yeah. I think that this direction just suits your artistic style so beautifully, though. Was this split off an intentional choice or was it kind of a sign of the times situation? <laughs> Thank you. Well, it's actually kind of a return to form for me. I mean, when I started putting music out for this project, I was doing a lot of, um, I was really interested in creating like electronic pop, electro pop, and I, I, I love so many types of music that, you know, it's hard for me to pick a lane sometimes. But my sort of origin story um, is more singer-songwriter. I, I grew up, you know, playing piano and guitar and writing songs in my room. So in a way, for me, this is like a return to form. This is what I was always probably meant to be doing. Um, and I, you know, I like creating a lot of different types of music and blending genres and exploring. But um, yeah, I'm, I'm feeling like this is very me and it was very intentional to answer your question. It was on purpose. I feel like I've been listening to so many amazing singer songwriters in the past couple of years and I'm like, uh, I feel like, I feel left out. I want to <laughs> I want to enter that zone, <laughs> that genre a little bit more. So this is me kind of putting my feet in the water. Oh, so fantastic. And exactly like you were saying before, the song has a very haunting, melancholic, but also like a little tinge of comfort in the way that it sounds. What production direction did you want to go about with this track? Because you said, you know, you're dabbling into the singer-songwriter realms, but it's quite a grand tune. Yeah, so, I mean, okay, a little bit about how the track was created. So I wrote this over Zoom, actually, which I was totally skeptical about. It was the early pandemic, and I was like, oh my god, this is not gonna go well. This sounds like a horrible idea. But my collaborator lives in Minneapolis, Minnesota, and we usually had to work together. You know, we had to fly to each other for many years, and um, we it ended up being an amazing opportunity to try something new because I got to sit here in my room, in my little tiny bedroom studio, essentially, um, and put him on mute, and I got to write all these words in a very intimate setting. I think that that's kind of set the direction for the production, and like the very beginning guitar riff was something that I just wrote sitting here on this little tiny guitar behind me, and um, I recorded it on my iPhone and sent it to him, and that's that's the opening riff in the song. It's like this iPhone recording. So in a way, like the direction of the production was very much informed by the process mm. and having the opportunity to work 
you know, in quiet and in total isolation really contributed to the sound of the track. And how does that compare to how you normally go about writing a track? Is it usually more of a busy environment? Well, for my first record, um, I was exploring a lot of things. I was working with a lot of people. Um, My my first collaborator for this project was Bradley, who I mentioned earlier, um, who who is my kind of main collaborator on this record. Um, And and he also worked on my first record alongside Tom from The Naked and Famous. And we would get together basically, usually in LA, sometimes in Minnesota, and work together, the three of us in a room. Um, this record was a little bit different in that I am the sole like songwriter. I wrote all the words, so like there was a, a slight a slightly different process. Like I always like to write in a pretty intimate setting, but this was like just me quiet alone whereas like the other the previous setup was a bit more interactive and more of a party Mm. and this would be like me and my collaborator would be passing the instrumental back and forth and then like I would just send him my vocals recorded from my room and so he didn't know what I was doing until like I sent him a whole long like the whole first person (laughs) like oh that's what you've been doing for the last 30 minutes (laughs) (laughs) I love that though and it sounds like it has resulted in a super organic and heartfelt track. And one of my favourite parts about this track is the lyrics. So it's interesting that you point out that that was sort of one of the the main anchors of the track for you. We were just briefly chatting about it off air before, but this... It's the lyrics to these tracks are just oh so good because my friends and I always joke about how we would have been burnt as witches back in the day and you sort of touch on those themes in the single. Please tell us a little bit about the themes that this track covers. I can totally relate to that. Um, I feel like I was, I was coming out of a bit of a depressive episode. I mean, I'm very... Uh, prone to anxiety and depression. I mean, being an artist, that's something that I actually, I don't want to tie that to being an artist. I think it's maybe one of the reasons that I've become an artist and like, it's, it's driven me to want to find a healthy way to express myself, which hopefully is what I've done here. But I also don't want to contribute to the stereotype that says artists need to be depressed. (laughs) The tortured artist trope. (laughs) Um, But I, I was really struggling. Like I was getting my period. I don't know. Things were, it was a rough week. And mm. um, this was me crawling out of that. And I was having such a hard time. And I was really feeling very isolated and very down on myself. I had a very distorted sense of self. And I just felt like I had this gray cloud that really had to pass. Um, and so this first verse of the song really like just was the was the part that informed the rest, the part that you're talking about. And I say um, earlier on would have been one of those women burnt at the stake, not a chance for forgiveness, Um, which, like you said, I feel like maybe is a pretty relatable thing. I I don't I don't know. I'm pretty emotional. I'm pretty outspoken. I feel like if this were the 1600s, things would not have gone very well for me. I just would not have been able to keep my mouth shut. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> hey, that's girlhood, though, you know? <laughs> Full <Yeah. sin. laughs> Exactly. I, that's what I'm saying. I, I, feel like, I feel like it cuts deep. I know I'm not alone in this. Absolutely. And I think that we're seeing a massive theme in 
large pop music, like especially female artists at the moment, of sort of reclaiming the trope of being a witch and like would have having been burnt at the stake type beat. Is this a sort of trope that we'll see throughout the forthcoming album? That is a great question. Um, yes, and I have to say, like, I feel like this is something that I have taken a little bit of inspiration from my audience because, you know, right when I started this project, I started receiving this feedback that it was so witchy. And, and so that's something that I have been interactive with and playing back with, um, like hitting it back out. It's like a bit of a tennis match for me. I feel like my audience, <laughs> my followers, they like, they love when I'm kind of witchy and engaged with that sort of visual. And I'm just kind of like, hitting it back so it's definitely <laughs> going to be a running theme i mean the song witches brew in particular it's funny because there's there's no line in the song that says witches brew there's no line that even says witch it's just that my collaborator noticed that the lyrics were pretty witchy and so he was jokingly we needed to name the session and he called it witches brew and i was like that's the name of the song i just <laughs> thought it was so funny um so yeah it's gonna be a running theme for sure it's gonna be coming back <laughs> now I kind of alluded to it before, but you do have a forthcoming album in 2024. Tell us a little bit more about what to expect. When's the release? What are the vibes going to be like? Very um, good question in terms of the release date. That's not, um, I haven't announced that yet, but there is a forthcoming album. I'm so excited about it. This is, the song is indicative of the direction of the record in that it's very heartfelt it's very you know personal more personal than ever i would say it's very lyric driven it's very guitar driven there's there are more sort of band and organic elements than maybe in some of my previous music and at the same time you know bringing along elements from my older music where there are these ethereal electronic um bits to it and so that is going to be kind of the visual and uh, the, the witchy stuff is the, is touching on the visuals um, and then the <laughs> organic electronic is going to be the sound of the record and this is like one of the slower songs I think there's going to be a, a whole emo emotional journey if this is the bottom there there's going to be a little hero's journey <laughs> <laughs> yay we love to hear that though you know <laughs> I'll, I'll see you at the top. But. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it. Now, this track was not standalone. It came alongside a stunning music video, which visuals, they match the haunting vibe of the track. Do you think that you'll be making more music videos alongside the other singles off the album? Yes, absolutely. This video is so much fun to make and also really challenging. I am the director, which was fun and a big job that I took on and I took really seriously like I watched tons of movies to prepare for this because if you're going to make a witch video I feel like you need to be you need to know the lineage of which you're coming from so I, I watched so many movies like in preparation for this like The Craft, Kiki's Delivery Service, The Love Witch, mm. Nightmare Before Christmas, I mean Halloweeny and also like Star Wars is I'm a big Star Wars fan yes. a lot about this video was inspired there's like a little Leia moment um even the outfit i'm wearing is sort of reminiscent of leia um and there's also we built a miniature a scale model miniature in the video which was inspired by star wars um there's a lot there it was a lot of fun it was a lot of work check it out but um <laughs> yes there are gonna be it's gonna be a visual journey it's gonna be more 
You, hey, we are so excited. Thank you so much for your time this morning. Congratulations once again on this stellar, stellar release. It went straight onto the playlist, and we cannot wait for your upcoming album next year. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much, and thanks so much for listening and for having me. Oh my goodness, absolute queen. That was Luna Shadows on her brand new release. This track is called Witches Brew 844 on breakfast with Candice. Turn this one up. Keep it locked here on the one. This is for all my girlies out there. Get this in your ears, please. We need it. We deserve it. to a Radio 191 FM podcast. There are heaps more at r1.co.nz.